Welcome, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Nijin Podcast. Today, I have with us Al, from, uh, who is a financial advisor sorry, from Lighthouse Wealth. So welcome to the show, Al. Great to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. No, our pleasure. And look, I'm really keen to jump into this topic with you today, um, after having a little chat with you just previously, um, to understand how you got into this this world of insurance and how you got into all of this, you know, especially in an industry where we don't see a lot of Māori Pacific people. Well, how did you get here and why? So a lot of people um, who end up in insurance end up there by accident. Um, mm. It's definitely not something you... You think, oh, I want to be an insurance advisor when you're at high school, you know, <laughs> especially like I, I grew up in South Auckland. Um, I was a Māngere, like, you know, born and raised. Yeah. Um, so if you said to me back in the day, oh, Al, you're going to be an advisor, I would have just laughed in your face. <laughs> I'm like, nah. Um, so what happened was I started out in TV. So I was working for Sky TV for many okay. years and um, I wanted to leave and kind of just find myself in a different industry. And um, a friend said, hey, you know, there's this job going at this large insurer. It's a marketing role. I studied marketing. Uh, so I thought, okay, you know, I'll give this a go. Yeah. And anyways, one role led to another. I was a marketing assistant and then I got into compliance with another business. I was auditing advisors. I had to do my level five. Um, and then I thought, okay, so I've come this far. I may as well like make that jump yeah. and go on the other side of the fence. So I um, ended up becoming an advisor. Cool. And yeah. uh, where, how long ago was that? that you've, how long have you been doing the advisoring role? Uh, I have been doing it since 2019. Okay, cool. Nice. Yep. So pretty yep. uh, turbulent time to become an <laughs> advisor. <laughs> Yeah, 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 very, very turbulent time. Um, but yeah, I guess that's just the universe, right? Like you, they it. just throw you curveballs. Yeah, when when is it really a good time to do anything, right? That's so it. Tell us in, um, you know, as we discussed, there isn't a lot of Māori and Pacific people in this field. And how, how I mean, when you're going to these conferences and you're talking to these people, um, why do you think, well, actually, that's probably the wrong way to phrase it, but why do you think there isn't any Māori and Pacific people around you when you're in this world? I just think it's probably an industry where they're not very good at recruiting. Hmm. Um, like I said, like a lot of people end up falling into yeah. this position. Uh, they don't actively recruit or have a pathway for someone to join the industry. So I think that's the biggest problem with regards to the, the financial services industry when it comes to getting advisors. So you don't usually become one unless you have like your father in the business or a relative. Um, otherwise, yeah, it's, it's incredibly difficult yeah. to get into. Mm. Yeah. So it really is that sort of generational um, thing or like, because it's around you, you, you're exposed to it. And, and I guess that's a big thing for us is around uh, as an Asian is to um, create these blueprints. So like how for mm. people, how do they start thinking about getting into insurance? I mean, one, how do they even think about buying insurance, let alone getting into it? And, and buying insurance is not something a lot of Polynesians think about, no. right? It's, it's just, it's not something our parents thought of. And usually if we have insurance, it's because we worked for a corporate or an organization and they had like a group scheme. 
Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, cool. Like it was just offered to me or it's discounted. And you're like, okay, I'll get medical cover. Yep. It's like an entry level. And it's not until later on when people go and buy a house, then they start thinking, oh, how am I going to pay for this mortgage if I pass away and like what gets left to my partner? So that's when people start thinking about insurance. Um, so usually it takes an event to trigger people's you know, mind to think about these things. Um, but sometimes people just put it in place to get the tick on, on the box with the bank and then just cancel, right? Like, yeah. it's, it's quite common. They're just like, oh, I don't want to pay for this. Yeah. You know? Um, and they, they think it's really expensive or um, the industry really doesn't do itself justice. Like the language it uses is so confusing. Yeah. Like what the hell are people paying for? Like what does that mean? And it's super complicated. And again, unless you know of a financial advisor that you trust, what are you going to do? Are you going to Google someone? Yeah. And our industry is based on trust. Mm. So it's really about forming connections with people. And, and like, so if I was sitting down with you and I was taking you through um, a client discovery document, we're going to go deep. Yeah. And so I'm going to be asking you medical questions, mm-hmm. you know, the fin- financial um, situation that you're in. And these are things you don't just tell some random off yeah. the street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one and it's a, I don't, I don't want to say it's a tough sell Yeah. because what you're, what we're doing is we're protecting people's lives and trying to give them an opportunity to take care of themselves and their loved mm. ones. If anything turns south. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, how do we change that conversation? Like what's, what's needed to change that conversation with our communities? I think first people just need to start thinking about it as just another expense. Like people are very quick to ensure their house, their contents, their car. Don't even think about it. Right. Um, But they don't actually think about themselves Mm. and they're super important. Like your health is so important. Right. Mm. And your life. Yeah. So if like you all of a sudden couldn't work, you're in a coma, what's going to happen? You know, those sorts of things. And you've got a lot of people that work for you um, who rely on you being around as part of their livelihoods. Yeah. And so if if you're earning an income and someone relies on you, chances are you're you're bloody important. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and, um, there was a thing you said at the start, which I've heard a few times now is – People fall into the industry. They always mm. like insurance advisors always say that to me whenever I've talked to them. Like, yeah. like, how'd you get into it? Oh, I just you fell into it. Like, no one, <laughs> no one <laughs> seems to have like chosen to be an insurance advisor. No. And you said a bit before, like the, the industry's like you know isn't set up to recruit for itself properly. Mm-mm. But um, just talk me through that a little bit about falling into it because like it is one of those things that a lot of insurance advisors fall into. From the outside, mm. we look at insurance as the, you know, oh, insurance, you know, like that's, uh, that's like the common theme. I mean, you're probably a couple letters up the rung from lawyers, but like, you know, like it's kind of how people think of insurance, right? And it's, and, and until you need it and then everyone's like, oh, thank yes. God I had insurance. 
but yes, um, which is <laughs> definitely a thing that happens. But um, in terms of like, so you're falling into it, but then you stay because all these, mm. all these insurance buyers, I know once they become insurance, but they're like, Oh, I love this industry. I'm never leaving. Why is mm. that? Why, why have, why does that happen? Do you think? I think it's because you end up seeing how it affects and changes people's lives when it's in play. Right. So we hope you never have to use it. Like we honestly hope you never have to like come to us for a claim. However, life happens. Um, you know, people get hurt, people get cancer, um, all sorts of horrible things happen. People pass away and it, mm. it's just a part of life. And when you make that phone call and you actually give that person a, a very large sum of money, usually mm. the gratitude that they have is amazing. Yeah. And, and, you know, like during COVID as well, I had um, a few claims that went through and, you know, a woman was in the travel industry and she got paid a heck of a lot of money and it, she was just in tears. Yeah. Um, another man was diagnosed with testicular cancer and, you know, he's thinking, okay, I can't work, um, due to, you know, lockdowns and stuff like that. So he's already stressed out. Then you get a diagnosis of cancer and then this large sum of money comes in into your life and it just makes things a lot more easier for you and your family. Like money, you're not worried about money and paying the bills anymore. You're thinking about, okay, how do I get better? You know, how do I take care of myself and, and mend and heal? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's definitely, um, I mean, even just hearing those stories is powerful mm. enough, let alone living through them like you probably have, right? Um, and so for you, what are some of, as, as you know, um, as a, well, one, not even just, um, uh, you know, in the, a brown person working in insurance, as we've discussed, that's not often. You're also a female brown person working in the industry because that's also something <laughs> that isn't huge. I mean, most insurance guys I know are old white guys. Um, so, um, as, as that, as you working in this industry, what are you hoping to achieve as like some side goals? Obviously you've got a business, you know, work and job that you're trying to produce, but just personally, like what are some of the things that you're hoping to achieve by changing the narrative, um, for Māori and Pacifica people and in, in, in your industry? I want to see more Polynesians as advisors. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah without a doubt, because you connect with your own client, yeah. right? So the more people that we see that are like us, we're, we're more able to connect with and have those conversations. So I would love that. But also for me, it's, it's a lot larger because I don't only just deal with insurances. I think about someone's health and well-being, and it's all about us uh, being more healthy, right? Because we make up a lot of the statistics, and, and they're the bad statistics, unfortunately. There's like a quarter of a million Kiwis with type 2 diabetes, and the majority of those are Polynesian and Māori. You know, so, yeah, it's, it's a horrible statistic, but I would love to see more of us, one, take care of ourselves so we aren't a statistic, but also having more Polynesian, Māori advisors out there promoting, you know, 
protecting yourselves and, and getting medical insurance because it's just going to get harder with our health system as well and our aging population. Yeah, yeah. Why, why do I want to work in insurance? Like why, would I, why would I fall into it? If I'm listening to this and I'm listening to you, why do I care? Why would I, why would I choose this over what I'm currently doing, working somewhere which is stable when I know I'm getting a salary? And, you know, it might not be huge, but I, I'm on 50K a year or something and I'm, and I'm happy. Why, why should I think about insurance? As in getting it or working, working in it? Working in it. Working in it. You meet some incredible people. Um, and that's why I've stayed. Mm. I, I have made so many friends. Um, you learn so much as well mm. about the human body, your health, um, risk factors. It makes your, your, your eyes are a, a lot more open to a lot of things that are going around mm. you. Um, and it can be really rewarding mm. when people are down and out, like you're actually helping people. Um, yeah. And yeah, like I said, like having those phone calls with clients is just, yeah, it, it shifts everything. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And so then well, how do I, okay, so you've just convinced me on why, and I'm listening to this and I'm like, okay, maybe the insurance industry isn't as bad as I thought it was. Um, maybe mm -hmm. I do want to get into it. How do I even start to think about it? Like there isn't there a whole bunch of barriers for me to get into? Why, why, how, why would they take me? So our industry is actually like crying out for more people. Yeah. So you were saying that a lot of the people you see that are advisors are old white males. Guess what they're doing? <laughs> Retiring. <laughs> <laughs> so it's those guys you want to talk to, right? Advisors, existing advisors, because we love getting new people in the industry. Yeah. And like I said, it doesn't happen very often where someone's like, oh, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. um, we just had a guy just start with us and he came from the health industry. He owned a gym, like an F45, and he's decided to make the switch and come cool. over here, which is super different. Cool. Um, but how did he do that? He had, uh, his client was an advisor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's all about like connecting the dots and, and making friends. And honestly, like this, when you meet people uh, in this industry, we're very, very helpful. Like yeah. we want to see you succeed. Yeah. So I guess if someone's watching this and they want to reach out to yourself, reach out to people and just, and just connect. Right. But yeah. Yeah. I know for a lot of people that that's pretty scary, right? Like, especially when you're talking about employment because, mm. and I especially know in our communities as well, we're not really big on asking for things, um, you know, like in asking for help a lot. So I can imagine a lot of people feel probably, you know, a bit nervous to ask, um, you know, so what, like, how, what is a way to do it? Like, is there a way to just meet these people otherwise? Like how, like, cause I can tell even myself, um, this is saying for me to go out and reach out, to ask people to talk has been a big shift in who I am, even with me. Mm. And, but most people look at yep. me now and they're like, yeah, whatever, Stan, you like network all the time and talk. And I was like, yeah, but it's still <laughs> like every, like the five minutes before every meeting I have with someone new, I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing this for? Like, it's still quite scary. Yeah. Right. And it's still that same like shy Cook out yeah. kid holding on yeah. to mum's hand, you know, from everyone because <laughs> she doesn't want to, you know. Yeah. So how do we overcome that? Like, like how do how do these people who you know are bold, confident people in their world, and then their communities are good, but then coming into this big, strange new world, like, is there any advice for it, or is it just suck it up? 
and ask for help. I think, our, like you said, like our biggest problem is asking, right? We just don't ask for help. Mm. And I noticed that too, like with networking and stuff, like being able to put yourself out there is so scary mm. because like you're used to just doing stuff on your own. Um, but that's how people get ahead. When you look around you and you see other successful people, they aren't scared to ask for help. Um, when it comes to this and when it comes to employment, like I really do think you need to pick up pick up your big pants and um, and ask around mm. as well. Like you'll, you'll have your own network mm. of friends, right? Yeah. So not a BNI or anything like that. Someone will know of someone mm. who's in the industry because New Zealand's so small. Yeah, yeah. And it's about getting an, an introduction. Mm, I like that. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So that's so much easier than just like, oh, I'm going to go find someone and just like like a cold call. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if you have an introduction to someone and they understand the context of your meeting, it isn't scary. Yeah. Yeah, that's really yeah. good advice. I really like that. So just, yeah, ask just ask the people in your life already, the, even the five people closest to you, hey, do you know, do you know yeah. anyone in insurance and see what happens? Yeah. Yeah, that's real and easy. And You can just text them. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even have to ask the person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's actually really good advice. I really like that. Just just ask your closest mm. network. We talked about yeah. that the other day, actually, in uh, I was talking to you earlier before this call that um, I'm doing this disrupt program and it's about investing and all that sort of stuff. Well, not investing, it's about getting investors for your business to, to help you scale. Mm. And everyone in the course was like, yeah, but like, how do you find investors? Like, how do you do that? And yeah. they're like, do you know anyone in your life who has some wealth? Anyone, just anyone in your life who has some wealth, um, even if they're a little bit distant. And, or if you don't, do you know someone in your life who knows someone? Just ask someone close to you because money follows money. And you just ask that one <laughs> close person and they'll know someone else or know someone else. And they're like, they're like, yep. that's how it works. And when I yep. heard it, it seemed so obvious. Um, yeah. And then now that you've just said that about insurance advisors, it's something that can pretty much be used universally, right? Like if you're trying to find someone, yes. it's a whole six degrees of separation, isn't it? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. I really like that. That's, I think that's a, <laughs> that's a really good piece of advice. And I guess I'm harping on about it because I just figured this out last week. Um, with this thing, <laughs> and now you've just sort of doubled in on it, but it is true. Like it is because um, a lot of the time when we're talking, especially in Asian and stuff, when we're talking to our communities and things, like there are a lot of people like, oh, how do you, like, I wish I could do that. Or, or like I had my nephew who came to me while his mum sent him to me saying, hey, he needs some help. He doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. Like he's 17, he's, you know, he's from out south. He lives mm -hmm. in Manadoa. Um, All he knew to do with his life is be a laborer because that's all he's ever seen. I um, mean, he needs some ideas. Yeah. And then when he came to me, um, so, so she did the thing on me without me even realizing what she'd done. Like, Hey, Stan, <laughs> can you take your nephew, give him some hope? Yeah. And so we put him on LinkedIn. He ended up doing these like internships with, like he was making ads with the All Blacks. Oh like, my God. It was God. outrageous. He was like, Stan, what is like, do people do this for a living? Like, this is amazing, you know? But all we did was just put it up on LinkedIn and ask people. I mean, that is yeah. my community, so I can. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess my point of that story is just that, like, it isn't as hard as it looks. You just have to ask the people closest to you. Someone knows someone. I completely agree. Even things um, just like getting a job, yeah. right? So I ended up in the insurance industry because I went out on Facebook and I was like, this is what I'm trying to achieve. And I just said, I want to be in the marketing 
department. I want to have a little entry role. And sure enough, someone was like, actually, there's this position going. It hasn't been advertised. Yeah. And it's just like putting yourself out there and just requesting. It's amazing what will come back from it. Yeah. That, that idea that there are jobs out there that aren't being advertised is something that you don't have any clue about when you're young or That's you're it. new and actually not even just young, just as employees, if you've never been a management, um, mm. if you've never been a hiring manager, you don't yeah. really realize the, like how the hiring game works. Like we've got two, we got a job. No, we've got two jobs we're hiring for at the moment, but one of them we have not advertised for yet. And we're pretty big yeah. on advertising for roles, but this particular role, we're fi- trying to find a particular person um, as an yeah. assistant creative director. But, um, but you're right. Like you have to ask around to get yeah. nominated for that sort of stuff. Right. I think that's like a little life hack actually. Yeah. Like it's all about your network and, and yeah. putting it out there because people don't want to pay for recruiters. Yeah. Sorry, recruiters. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. no, you're right. but if, if people can get an introduction to someone and they trust their integrity mm. and their words, uh, then that's how people get through the door. Yeah. So sometimes it's not going on seek. It's just about asking around, talking to your friends, you know, yeah. yeah. And then you get hooked up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, really good advice. All right. Well, look, as we wrap up this conversation, um, is there, what's the goals for you for 2022? I mean, you're what, three years in now or coming up to three mm-hmm. years. What are your goals uh, for 2022? What are you trying to achieve? So I am currently studying at the moment. So I'm studying investment as well. So I'm not only going to be doing insurance, I'll also be doing the investment side because I'm all about growing people's wealth. Fantastic. Um, So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm also doing a digital marketing course because let's face it, the world's social. Yep. Um, So you got to learn about that. Um, So it's all about me just elevating my... um, myself on LinkedIn, yeah. like being a bit more like you, Yeah, cool, good. <laughs> regular posting, getting myself out there and um, yeah. Nice. That's, that's my year. It's, it's full on. Well, I guess Sick. given we've just talked about this for the last 10 minutes, who, who do you want to talk to? Who do you need help from? Oh, you know what? I want to get as many organizations as I can, because this is something Lighthouse does. We're all about educating people. Cool on paying down debt, growing your wealth, getting insured and protecting yourself. So I want to get introduced to organizations that are interested in adding value to the employees. Free webinars. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. So anyone out there, you're working for anyone, get in touch. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Well, look, hey, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, Really, really appreciate it and look forward to having you back. Awesome. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Bye.